Welcome to the Spirit Guided Life Podcast. Get ready to explore limitless ways of creating a dialogue with your spirit, including awesome guests, light worker tips, and intuitive inspirations. So say yes to tuning in to your heart, be willing to trust the invisible, and stand by to be spirit guided with your host, Alex Levy. Hello and welcome, welcome everyone to episode number 22 of the Spirit Guided Life podcast. Today we are talking about what to do when you lose your grounding. So I have some lessons I want to share with you today and part of it comes with a story that happened to me of when I quite literally, very literally lost my grounding and how this affected me, the lessons I learned from it and the deeper message for me behind just being grounded, which is something we all can probably use a little bit more of. I'm also going to talk about why losing your grounding and balance can actually be a good thing and point you into a direction you may want to go. And I'll share with you three things to do to help yourself when you're through this cycle or a transitional period where you feel like you have lost your grounding. We'll also talk about how to get grounded in five minutes or less, and I will share with you a spirit-guided message for everyone listening, because it's been a while since I've shared a collective spirit-guided message from my guides to you. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's dive in. So this happened to me probably about eight months ago, and I shared this story with those of you who are a part of my online spirit circle. It's totally free, and if you're not, I encourage you to join. It's the best way to stay up to date with my happenings, offerings, free workshops, and occasionally free services. You can sign up in the show notes, uh, or just head on over to my website at alexlevyonline.com. So my day started out like any other morning routine. I got dressed, brushed my teeth, had breakfast, did my regular morning thing. I was leaving my apartment and my building is not quite a high rise, but it's considered a mid-rise building. And I was hitting the elevator to go down to the lobby because I was leaving for the day. And I got in the elevator and can you see where this is going? You're probably thinking it's like a, a scary movie or a, yeah, I bet you can see where this is going to go. But I was in the elevator, pushed L for lobby, and lights started flickering like, hmm, what's going on? And I dropped. I literally dropped floors. And that's not all. <laughs> Not only did I drop, and I actually mean drop, I didn't just like, it wasn't just like a hiccup in the elevator where it was like a shake, I actually dropped floors. Only then to be hoisted back up and dropped again and back up and again. This probably happened multiple times, however, it felt like in infinity, I felt like I was at, if you've been to the Tower of Terror at Disney, then you probably know what I'm feeling right now. In that moment, complete, utter panic.
panic, fear, and quite honestly, I had no idea what to do. Your whole logical mind, at least mine, went out the window. It didn't even occur to me that elevators have emergency phones, right? They have emergency help call buttons. They even have alarms you can push. None of that even registered to me because all I could do was try and stand as still as I could and just figure out what is going on. My mind was like I wasn't even in my body. It's like my body was there and I was like, whoosh, I flew out and I said, goodbye, this is not safe. So after this whole fiasco of the up and down and up and down with the elevator, I finally made it to the ground level and I was so focused on where I was supposed to be going because I was running late that I didn't even really process what had just happened to me, how I literally lost my footing. So I went on to where I was supposed to be. I get there and I start feeling really hot. I start feeling like my heart is pounding. I start feeling like I'm starting to sweat. And I realize that was my body finally processing what had happened. And I had to completely excuse myself and leave my obligation for that morning and just leave. I ended up going to the doctor just to get checked out because my heart was acting funny. I thought, oh my goodness, there's something wrong here. Long story, to make this long story short and get to the point was after all of this craziness and the up and down, and by the way, I was totally fine. I realized that, well, I realized I had absolute, absolute, I realized I had absolutely no idea what the message was of this. And I kept looking for a message in the grounding and only did it come a little while after did I finally realize what this really meant for me. Now, prior to this crazy elevator day, within a four-week period, I had major things happen. I had two professional, I had one professional collaboration that got canceled. I had a professional live event that got canceled. And I had two other personal, uh, very emotional things happen to me. So I was already feeling defeated. I was already feeling run down. I was already feeling like I was full of self-doubt and disappointment. So when this elevator day happened, it was just like, blah. Like, have you seen those episodes of SpongeBob where he just kind of like melts and separates down into like a puddle on the floor or any cartoon? That's how I felt. I felt like, blah, this giant puddle of Alex. I just felt defeated. I felt broken. Ultimately, though, this was the biggest kick in the behind that I needed to help me begin to make some real, real changes that were super necessary in my life. And that having that floor pulled out from behind me was a wake-up call. It was such a necessary wake-up call, and I'm so grateful it happened. So I learned many things, but before I really found the deeper meaning, 
about what I experienced, I kept trying to beat myself up because I couldn't figure it out. And I would want to encourage you, if you're in a situation where you're trying to figure out, well, what does this mean? Well, why is this happening? Or I don't understand. The, you know, we think that there must be a pattern because usually there is a pattern. But if you can't figure it out, that's okay too. Don't beat yourself up because you can't find the deeper meaning to something. Sometimes the meaning for you or the message is not knowing. Sometimes we're just not ready to know that deeper meaning because we haven't fully integrated from the lesson or the experience of what we're going through or what we have gone through. So be compassionate with yourself first off. Wherever you are in your life, whatever situations you're gone, you've gone through, try and look at yourself from pure unconditional compassion. Something else I learned from this is we have to be willing to lose our balance. That is something we don't want to do. It doesn't feel good, but we have to be willing to. Because yes, you can admit I'm uncomfortable. Or like me, you may even feel utterly, totally scared. But growth cycles, they all have a message. But instead of trying to positive affirmation something away, instead of not dealing with the emotional heaviness of things or what even may feel like the negative energy of stuff, I allowed myself to blend with the emotions, even this kind of fake friend emotion I call self-doubt, because I was surely experiencing a lot of self-doubt, especially leading up to the two weeks before the elevator incident, when my event got canceled, when my business collaboration canceled, and I had two other personal things that went sour. So the number one thing we need to start with is we can't make changes unless we are willing to look at all the stuff that's going on. The good, the bad, the ugly, the fun, the exciting. We have to look at it all. And then, then you can choose how you want to feel moving forward. But we never make a decision when the time is right. I think that's where we get lost. The decision makes itself. And that's what Byron Katie says. And I just think it's so perfect. I'm going to say that again. We never make the decision when the time is right. The decision makes itself. So think back. When you've made those, when you've had that, the the decision to cancel one of my events the two weeks before, that actually made me feel lighter because quite honestly, I didn't, 
I didn't really want to do it anyway, but I didn't believe in myself enough to realize that, which means in that moment, I was not in a place of congruency with my intuition and my inner guidance system. So I want to move on to something else that we need to focus on, and that is we're always go, go, go. I've talked about this before on this podcast, especially as lightworkers and empaths and as sensitive people. And we often say yes to many, many different things, to many opportunities, to obligations, because we don't want to lose out on a chance. We don't want to let people down, of course, right? It's natural not to. And we want to please other people. Does this sound familiar? Can you relate to one of those three things I just said? If you're a people pleaser, raise your hand, stand up, because uh, here's the thing. So before you lose your grounding, like I did, before you say yes when you really actually don't want to, Tune in. Tune into yourself. Stop that. Quiet the ego. Your barking dog. Say, I see you. I hear you. But you know what? I'm not listening. I acknowledge you're there. But I'm going to ask my spirit, do I want this? Do I really, really want this? And, you know, Marie Forleo says, if it's not a hell yes then it's probably a no. If it's not a hell yes, it's probably a no or a not now. Because we can always come back later and at a different time it may feel like a yes. But all we have is the present moment. That's it. That's it. So I want you to think about that next time you're in a quandary or you're faced with what you feel like is a dilemma, really tune in because your heart knows, your body knows, your spirit knows. You just have to listen. You have to ask and you have to honor what you get. Now, the last thing that I want to share with you, and this may be the hardest for people to do, especially uh, sensitive people. And that is saying two words. Well, really one word. And that is no. <laughs> right? Saying no is so hard. And that is another podcast episode in itself. All right? But I do want to touch upon this. Because saying no is a complete sentence. Right? And it's actually pretty easy to do. We, we put these mind conditions on it and we tell these stories about why we can't say no and what's going to happen if we say no and the consequences or all of these crazy scenarios start spider webbing off in our mind. But it's actually easy when we just do it because when we say no and we are in harmony with our desires, everything else flows. So I encourage you to 
Stop saying yes when you really mean no. And if you're not ready to say no, just say, not right now. That's it. That's it. Leave it at that. Let it be simple. And just try that. So I want to share with you just a few really easy things you can do to get grounded in five minutes or less. So easy. One of my favorite ones is laughter. Laughter, they say, is of course the best medicine. And I truly believe it. But laughing really does bring you back to your core and it will instantly ground you. So whether that's turning on an old episode of your favorite show, like maybe Seinfeld or Friends or even SpongeBob, something just silly, funny, lighthearted, or Googling something funny or YouTubing a funny video, laughter will ground you. It will bring you back to your core, back to that solar plexus, back to your body. Something else that's super easy is breathing. So deep diaphragmatic breaths, Breath is the essence. Breath is our spirit. Breath is so essential. Most of us breathe really shallow, not deep enough. So if you take a two-minute kind of timeout, really put your hand on your belly and push it. Feel your belly. Push your hand. That's how you know. Another hand, if you keep another hand on your chest, because you want your chest to not rise, you want to breathe from that diaphragm. So really breathe in. Feel that belly rise and out and feel that. And do that for about a count of 10 of slow, deep diaphragmatic breaths. It may take about two minutes. And that is such an easy way to ground yourself back to your body. Another super easy thing is to focus your attention on your feet. Okay, our feet are our foundation right? It's our, it's our foundation and our balance. So if you just visualize your feet, visualize your toes, your ankles, your feet flat on the earth, even if you're inside, visualize them on the earth, whether that's on a beach, in the sand, barefoot, or in a field into the grass. Just by focusing your attention and your energy down to your feet, you'll come backwards in your body. You'll start to feel less spacey and you will begin to ground those energies. And lastly, something else I love, and I'm sure you've heard this many times, and that is go outside. Being in nature will instantly really ground you in a wonderfully healing way. And if it's all possible, go hug a tree. I know that sounds silly for some people, But trees are so magical, mysterious, and incredibly healing. And the energy of a tree really can help to transmute, clear, and charge your auric and energetic field. So if you clear a tree, you're not only going to feel grounded, you're going to feel more clear, you're going to feel more centered, you're going to feel more balanced. You'll feel great. So those are my tips. Now, I want to share with you a spirit-guided message for everyone who's listening. And it doesn't matter when you listen, if it's when the podcast is just released released as they come out on every Tuesday, or if you're listening to it six months from now, three weeks from now, or even two years from now, because 
I don't know how long I'll be doing this podcast, but I know these episodes will be out there for forever, really. I have no intention in ever taking them down. So know that when I channel these messages and I connect through the Akashic Records, which is what I do, the lords and the masters and teachers of the records are relaying information that is for every single person listening, no matter where you are, what your life circumstances is, or what's going on. So you might want to take a moment to uh, close your eyes as you allow your, this message to kind of permeate through your being. So I hope you enjoy. The guides and masters of the records want people to understand how to stay grounded and what that means. How to stay grounded is not a complicated method. It's something that we share through daily practice. Being grounded is your fifth dimensional ascension right in a 3D space. Being grounded is so essential, but is also very simple. There's the illusion of the ungrounded as the mind and ego lead you to believe. However, you are a physical body in a physical world being grounded by physical realities through the laws of gravity and constant motion. This is something that you are constantly, constantly part of. It is impossible for you to physically be ungrounded in a 3D space. The problem happens when your what you would call spirit becomes ungrounded from the third dimensional space. And that happens from a fifth dimensional perspective. This happens when you are raising your vibration, leaving your body out of your physical into, into fifth dimension. We're moving from three to five, from four to five, from three, four, five. This is when the ungrounding happens. Your grounding does not happen in the physical in itself, nobody is just walking through their lives, sitting down or going about their day and not being grounded somehow to the earth. Even though we're led to believe we are being disconnected more and more from nature as technology evolves. However, that is simply not true. The grounding occurs through the jump of dimensional space. However, while this is happening, you are still grounded. So it's not as much that you are leaving your body because you don't leave your body unless you are no longer in your body, which means you have passed away. So it's almost as if there are two simultaneous realities happening at once. And one is in your body. We are always present in our physical bodies, but while you are physically present in your body, a spark of your essence returns into the fifth dimensional consciousness. So you are experiencing duality, which is what you're meant to do. So this grounding is actually part of your DNA, and it's part of who you are, but it's also what we're simultaneously accessing your higher spiritual genomes. You're moving into fifth dimensional consciousness, which is what the shift of feeling ungrounded means. There is no deeper meaning, as it's simple. You have raised your vibration consciously or unconsciously through multiple means, which could mean through astral projection. It could mean through trauma. It could mean through consciously awakening the higher genomes as you traveled to the fifth dimension. It could be connected to your intuition and guidance, which is outside of you sometimes, such as when you're connecting into higher light beings, such as angels. So instead of thinking of being grounded as you leave your body, 
Focus more on that your body doesn't actually leave your spirit. You are simultaneously sometimes in two spaces at once. Now, to help you cope with the feelings of being ungrounded, just simply imagine your being in your physical body, your presence, your weight, your feet. It will shift you back into your so-called body. And it's not a bad thing by being ungrounded always. So stop focusing so much on how to ground or why I'm not grounded. Instead, focus on things that you can do. Just strengthen your physical experiences in this three-dimensional space. Focusing on the connection of your outer world will strengthen your... When you strengthen your outer world, you relinquish the need to know, to understand what is happening on the higher conscious levels. All you really need to know is there is a dual jump happening. You're in your body, you're not in your body. That's the basic way we can describe it. You're in your body or not. It's happening at the same time. That is why you feel spacey because you're experiencing two things at once. We know this is a lot to take in. We know this may not resonate with everyone or everyone's experience. The so-called grounding techniques work because they are three-dimensional concepts which are easy for you to grasp because you like practicality and you like solution-oriented things and that is okay. These will help you But just know that it's okay that when these moments happen, because these are the moments you'll be getting moments of truth. Those are the moments you'll be getting insights from higher wisdom. And so it is. We thank you for this opportunity to come forward to share the message. And we want to also share with you that we have such compassion for your experiences that you are experiencing right now in this plane. And we see the shifts that are arising and happening. And through the records, there are endless possibilities. And we want you to remain open and optimistic because there are free will for the entire planet, for the entire beings, which means that everything is constantly shifting in motion. So do not get caught down on what circumstances you think should be or could be because there is no answer yet. There is only right now. There you have it, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you feel a little bit more grounded just from listening to it. For more information on how to connect with me, head on over to alexlevyonline.com and please leave a review and don't forget to rate this episode. Until next time, stay spirit-guided.